If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of of food. food. The more you know edition. (laughs) First, did you know that freeze-dried astronaut ice cream was never actually eaten by astronauts on any mission? It was developed for NASA, but never made it to space. Second, when actress Sarah Michelle Gellar was five, she did a Burger King commercial that made fun of McDonald's hamburgers. So McDonald's sued Burger King, named her in the lawsuit, and she was banned from going to McDonald's as a kid. No. Yes. Wow. Five- that's that's kind of harsh, <laughs> don't you is. think? Poor no play, five-year-old. No play place for yeah. you. And finally, in the world of food, the more you know edition, button mushrooms, cremini mushrooms, and portobello mushrooms are all the exact same mushroom. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. No. Just at different stages of growth. Really? Who knew? I was today years old. Did you know that uh, baby carrots aren't or aren't really that small? They cut them? Yes. To be and tumble them. They funny? tumble them to make them look rounded. I'll tell you who is insane over baby carrots? My dog, Marco. Aw. Because I, I, I put them in every smoothie I make. I put some carrots in there. He hears the bag. He comes running. He's like a maniac for those. That's awesome. It's like a little bone. So I can remember when our kids were little, uh, you'd get together with other families who had kids the same age. And if they were further, if the other kids were further along than yours, like with, I don't know, school or better at basketball, you'd be like, man, man, wish my kid was that far along, right? (laughs) So I I can totally remember. That's probably not a healthy thing, but it happens. Yeah. It it totally happens. Uh, That is now happening with our dogs. Oh, boy. Yeah. We spend some time with people with a dog. This dog was like so well trained. <laughs> we were dog shamed. I'll tell you about it next. So uh, we went out the other night to uh, some friend's house. They invited us over for dinner and they made us feel, me and Tracy, uh, they made us feel like a king and a queen. It was our friends, Eric and Marsha. And they pulled out all the stops. They had fancy table setting and she made a roast lamb and uh, these Aww. fancy potatoes and great dessert and stuff. It was just a great time hanging out with them. But they have a dog. He's deaf. And his name is Quincy. Like, he can't hear a thing. He's, he's deaf as a, as deaf as you can be. He can't hear, can't hear anything. But they have him trained with hand signals. So you hold one hand signal, he sits. You hold another hand signal, and he lies down. Oh, he knows sign language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everything. That's she, so cool. She makes a, her, puts her fingers like a gun, and, and he rolls over like you play dead. <laughs> he know, It's totally trained using nothing but hand signals. Now, they've been to our house with our five dogs, <laughs> who are... <laughs> they're trained to do nothing. They're, you know, they're trained to do hear the sound of, of us getting their food ready and they all run to the garage and door. sleep on their triple level beds. Triple level beds. Right. Yeah. So I believe we were dog shamed by <laughs> by deaf Quincy because Quincy Quincy was perfect. Whereas our dogs, you come in and you, <laughs> yeah, every, everyone that comes in our door, it's as if you know, you're a soldier come home from war. Yeah. And they're, they're the USO. They're all over you, jumping up and down. The welcoming down. committee. Yes. Very, That's very, good. very happy. So we were <laughs> thoroughly dog shamed <laughs> the other night by our friend's dog, Quincy. You know how they always say eyewitness testimony is so unreliable? I mean, just look at the movie My Cousin Vinny, right? Mm. Uh, well, I had that unfold in my own life the other day. It, it was crazy. I can't wait to tell you the story in a minute. Okay, so you've heard before that in a court of law, eyewitness testimony can be very unreliable because yeah. you can have like 20 people yeah, and they all saw a, something different. Wasn't there a movie about that? I forget what they call like point of view or something. Oh, really? And it showed the same thing happening from like five different perspectives and everybody had a different take on it. I always think of my cousin Vinny. 
The two like, Utes. Yeah, they think they. This lady thinks she saw something. And she she didn't have her glasses on. Mm-hmm. She can't see a thing mm-hmm. without them. Stuff like that. So anyway, this happened to me. It unfolded in real life. So here's the scoop. We're at a Major League Baseball game, and they decided during the national anthem, beautiful voice. This woman was so talented. Mm-hmm. So she, they timed it. You know, the land of the free and the home of the brave. At the end, there's a helicopter flyover. And it's like, ooh, you can see it off in the distance. And it's like this moment. You're like watching it getting closer and closer. And then all of a sudden it's over you. And then they had fireworks go off at the end of the national anthem. And it was so patriotic. And all of us in our seats were like, a firework hit the rotor. The tail little spinny thing on the helicopter. And we were flipping out. And so I had been videoing it. Mm -hmm. And I sent it to my sister and brother-in-law. And I'm like, because they know the guy that do, does the fireworks at the games. Mm. And I'm like, I hope he's not going to be in trouble. Look at this. Mm-hmm. And they both start texting me back like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the firework hit the rotor. Look at it. And they're like, no, it didn't. And I look at it again. And I'm like, they're right. Yet all of us in our section would swear in a court of law without looking at the video. Yes, of Bibles. the firework hit the rotor of that. Isn't that so funny? It was like unfolding in real life. I'd never experienced anything huh. like that before. Wow. Yeah, did Glenn think it hit it too? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody Him did. and all the guys wow. around us. Yeah. Look at that. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. Do you have any cool birthday stories in your family? Like um, one of my favorites is my... My aunt and uncle were born on the same day. They have same mm. birthday. My sister was born on the 4th of July, and so was her grandpa. That's cool. Uh, but this one's really cool. Wait till I hear it tell, tell you about this one. Um, it was already pretty cool that husband and wife, Sierra and Jose, share the exact same birthday. Well, get this. They just gave birth to twins, a boy and a girl, on their birthdays. No way. So four family members <laughs> oh, now have cool. the same birthday. They said it was the best birthday ever. What a gift. It <laughs> that is. That's awesome. Love that story. Okay, when it comes to romance, do you like the quiet and private or do you like the grand gesture? Um, especially when it comes to marriage proposals. Uh, this this one was pretty unique. So there's this couple. They live in Tennessee. Her name's Cornelia And his name is Riley, and they started working together and just made each other laugh like no one else they'd ever met. They just loved each other's company. Well, before too long, they fell in love. And so uh, Riley started coming up with a a really unique way to propose to Cornelia. Now, she's the anchor. He's more like a producer behind the scenes. Oh, they're at a TV station? They work at a TV station together. And so... um, he decides to get everyone in on it. And you know how like the anchor sits behind the desk and reads from the prompt? Mm-hmm. Well, he slipped in a brand new story that she wasn't expecting. Mm. And she basically on camera was announcing her own proposal. Okay. Number three is Riley Nagel joins us in the studio with a special report. That is right, Cornelia. I do have a very special report and I thought it'd be fitting to ask you this question here since we met in news. Would you marry me? I'm going to cry you. Aww. So it was all on camera. Like it was on live TV at the 11 o'clock news report. <laughs> he got down on one knee and had, he had some roses. And wow. like while she didn't even know because she's, you know, at the desk behind her is scrolling all these pictures of all the years they've been the dating oh, that's life. Cool. 
And it's just really, really. They should have done the like breaking news thing, you know, like dun dun yes. dun. <laughs> like make her think something crazy something is happening is in the happening, world. Right, like yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, this just into the newsroom. Yeah, <laughs> live. I thought breaking it was really sweet. I think some people were like a little cheesy, but overall, I think it was really, really sweet. Hey, cheesy is good. Yes, it is. Cheesy is good. Our family has had a harrowing couple of days. It's been just awful. Hmm. And um, yesterday, my mom called me crying and she said, I want you to tell my story. I want you to tell everyone about how I was the victim of a scam Hmm. so that they can learn from this and some good can come out of this. So I'm going to tell you what happened to my mom and what we've learned from it so you can be protected next. I don't think anything makes me more mad than scams that prey on older people, Hmm. especially sweet old ladies. It's just so wrong, isn't Uh, it? Yeah, it's just awful. And so you've heard me so many times on the show warn you about scams. And what do I do after the show? I call my mom and Hmm. I warn her about the scam. And my mom, my sweet, sharp as a tack, amazing, incredible, loving mom got scammed the other day. And it has been horrific. What happened? It was this. It was the artificial intelligence scam where um, my mom, she was busy in the kitchen. She had just gotten some really dramatic family news the night before. So she was she had just gotten back from a trip. Dramatic family news. She's busy in the kitchen and the landline rang and she answered it without looking in the number. Mm. And there on the other end, even though we've warned her about this technology, is a young woman crying that sounds exactly like her granddaughter, Ariel. Uh. And she's sobbing and she's like, Ma, Grammy, I don't, you know, she didn't use Grammy, but she's like, I don't know what to do. I, I'm in jail. I have strep throat. I don't have my medicine. I'm all alone. And I, I was in a car accident and I hit a woman who was pregnant. And because I was on my phone when I hit her, they put me in jail. And my friend's dad is an attorney. He's right here and he'll tell you what to do. Mm. And it all to this day, she's like, honey, I firmly believe that was Ariel on the phone. They were that good. She fell for it. And um, she we are just devastated because now they know where my mom lives. That's where they came to get the money. Oh, no. I I about had a heart attack when I found that Mm. out. Um, She used up all the money that she'd been saving up for a roof. And my poor mom. And she is just, I feel like she is the bravest woman in the world to let me talk about this on our show. She's like, honey, I want everyone to know that your own mother, you warned, uh, had this happen. So some things that we learned, um, again, don't ever answer a number you don't recognize. Mm -hmm. So many families I found out through this have a safe word. Or a safety question. Wow, what a great warning to ever! I'm going to text my dad right now. Please do, <laughs> totally please, am. and have a safe word. Ironically, we have one in our family. We've thought that through, and I forgot what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you feel like you're appreciated at work? Do you feel like uh, you know they really get you and they they get your contribution and everything? Uh, if you don't, I have some encouragement for you coming up next, and it's got to do with bottled water. It's going to make you feel good. We'll talk about it next. I don't know that there's any better feeling in the world than to know that where you go to work, that you're appreciated, right? That the boss appreciates you, your contribution is is noticed and recognized, and you feel like, you know, you're a part of the team, and you're doing well. well I saw uh, something the other day that made me think that if you're not feeling that, this could be the reason why. It has to do with bottled water. And Listen to this. A bottle of water is 50 cents at the supermarket, like two bucks at the gym, 
probably three or four dollars at the movies, maybe seven dollars if you're on a on a plane ride. Hmm. It's the same bottle of water, right? The only thing that has changed the value is the placement. So the next time you feel like you're not worth anything, think maybe I'm in the wrong place. Maybe it's time, and I would say prayerfully consider, like if you're feeling like you're not appreciated or you're not being paid what you're worth, or you're like, wow, mm. I've been here for however many years, and this new guy, I found I was making more than I am. Maybe it's time to put yourself out there. Wow. See if there's something better for yourself elsewhere. You know, yeah. it, 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 I think it's really important that, that people don't get stuck in that rut of feeling like, oh, well, this is it, that maybe there is somewhere mm. different for you. Uh, to be where you will be appreciated. And that puts a dollar value on it. But to me, the even more important thing is that, you know, that it's recognized that what you're doing matters. Everybody wants to feel like they matter. Right. And that's, that's the most important thing. So if you're not feeling that maybe talk with your boss or talk with somebody that could potentially be your boss (laughs) somewhere else. It's Kevin and Taylor. Hey, it's Priscilla. I was calling about the little water bottle analogy you just gave. Two years ago today, I turned in my resignation to a job I had worked at for 13 and a half years. Wow, no kidding. Um, I was in the medical field. I wasn't being appreciated at my job and was offered a new position in a totally different field. I've been there for two years, and my life has completely changed for the better by trusting God when he opened that door up for me to move Mm. into a whole new career path. That must have been pretty scary. I mean, kind of like the Israelites leaving Egypt. Like, but I know I'm comfortable here. (laughs) Yes. Like, I thought, I'm like, there for the long haul. I'm going to retire. So I went from the medical field to insurance agent. Totally different field. And my job values me. They pay for my training. They applaud when we do great things. So it's amazing what can happen when you get moved from one environment that's not that way to one where you're celebrated. There's a new poll that asks people, if someone messages you something funny, mm-hmm. what's your usual response? What do you do, Kev? Um, I usually use the uh, laugh crying emoji, like okay. laughing so hard you're crying. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll use that. That's good. Or thumbs up. If it's moderately funny, thumbs up. Yeah. If it's really funny, the laugh crying. I like the ha-ha. Uh, ha is good, the too. The button, yeah. you know, instead of mm-hmm. the heart, you do the ha-ha. And then mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine, if she really thinks it's funny, she'll put... D E A D with a skeleton, like and a crying emoji, like I'm dead. Like you, oh. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard I'm dead. Uh, but here's what they found in a survey: thirty three percent of people say it's LOL. Thirty two percent did what you do, Kev, the emoji of a laughing face. Twelve percent says it's ha ha, and nine percent actually texts back, "That's funny." Hmm. Interestingly, saying "That's funny" is really popular with men. With twice as many men than women using that, women are much more likely to use the laughing emojis. It's so funny you're bringing this up because my wife told me last night, and I can't remember why, or maybe she couldn't remember why, um, LOL is very out. Like, you do not use LOL. Really? I, I laughing don't, out loud? I don't know why, but huh? you're, you're, that's like very passe, very old school, very, uh, very, very 2010. I like the good old LOL. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Doesn't it seem like there have been so many public proposals lately? Mm-hmm. Coming up, what if your boyfriend scared you in order to have a surprise? Doesn't it seem like there have been so many public proposals gone viral lately? How would you feel if your boyfriend scared you in order to have a surprise proposal? 
That happened to a middle school teacher. She was sprinting down the hall in a dress and heels when someone told her a fight broke out in her classroom. Mm. She could hear the commotion. She got to the scene. She kept saying, break it up, break it up. And then she got to the middle of the mob and there was her boyfriend down on one knee, ring in hand, asking her to marry him. Adrenaline rush switched from fight or flight to genuine joy, and she said yes. One person said, don't get married. You need to join the Avengers <laughs> because she's such a symbol of what teachers are willing to do for their students. I mean, she's sprinting down the hall in the dress How would heels. you feel if that was you? I, I, I don't know. That, I don't know. I mean, not, I'd be like, me, you scare me to death. That's not romantic to me. <laughs> no. Attention grabbing? Yeah, yeah, that was your goal, but... Mm. Uh, well, To each their own, right? (laughs) Okay, so there is something that happened to me the other day that you parents can totally relate to. And I was like, I don't think we can ever get used to this when this happens to the Hmm. kids in our lives. Hmm. I'll tell you about it next. I had a rite of passage as an aunt the other night that you parents can totally relate to, but um, I still can't get used to it. I have 11 nieces and nephews, and we went out to dinner, our two families. It was, um, I did that, I think I told you that story, I'd... I called the restaurant. It's a really casual restaurant, but they take reservations. Okay. And we wanted to eat inside because it was so hot. So mm-hmm. I called the night before and I said, a reservation for six at six, please. And then I went, oh, no, one went back to college. It's only five. <laughs> Just five of us for dinner. <laughs> the girl on the phone was probably like, okay, this lady needs to get a grip. Right. So anyway, we went, uh, my brother-in-law, my husband, my sister, me, and my gorgeous, incredible niece, Ava. And we had so much fun talking and goofing off at dinner. And uh, my brother-in-law was in rare form. He made me laugh so hard a couple of hmm. times. And um, so then we were leaving. We had met at the restaurant and the guys were going to run to the grocery store and grab us something fun for dessert. Mm-hmm. And we we're going to meet back at my house. And so I'm like, okay, I'll ride with you guys. And I looked over and Rhoda goes, Ava's going to drive. And she finally <laughs> is confident enough in her driving skills to have me in the back seat, you know, like a yeah. someone she doesn't know as well. You know? And so I'm like sitting back there going, no way, no, uh, no. This is the little girl I bounced on my knees two days ago. Right. There's no way she is about to get her driver's license. And I filmed her. She doesn't know it. I filmed her driving me. And she was a great driver. Yeah. She was really safe, yet like not too on, safe. On the and, and I'm just like, my mind is still blown. Like I, The first time she drives away and no one's in the car with her, I'm going to like, I think my heart's going to melt or something. I don't know. It's going to be so emotional. Mm-hmm. And I'm just the aunt. Mm-hmm. But it's still, you just can't get used to it. Who's like, teaching him how, Who's teaching her how to drive? Who's the uh, main person? I'd say her dad has been primary, but mom's done a lot too. Oh, that's good. But the last that's thing cool. she has to learn how to do, so any advice would be appreciated, she has to go learn how to parallel park. That has not happened yet. Easy peasy. And they have a ginormous SUV. Not so easy. easy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good story about our daughters, me teaching them how to parallel park. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you about that next. Talking about kids and driving, and it can be emotional when they drive away for the first time. My wife and I stood out in the driveway with all four of our kids as they drove away for the first time. And you're just like, I hope they're going to be okay. And my wife is like, you taught them to drive. I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> but I did teach all of our kids how to drive. My wife, she just didn't have the... Uh, the bandwidth nerve-wise 
to get behind, to get in the passenger seat with somebody who didn't know what they were doing. So it was all it was all on my shoulders to teach them how to drive, including parallel parking. And uh, when, let's see, the last two kids were learning to drive, we had a very small car. We had a Fiat 500. Okay. Was what my wife was driving. So we taught him on that. Oh, and we nice. Went, yeah, we went to Parallel Park. I had to do a giant station wagon. We went to Parallel Park and I told him, if you can't Parallel Park this, you don't belong on the highway. If you can't get this between the cones, you don't belong out. You will be a, you will be a menace. Do you think the pressure made so, it better or worse? Um. As I say, it was like parallel parking a go kart. It was not that hard yeah. once you got. And same thing with it's just learning the di- the the diameter of the car mm-hmm. and when to cut the wheel yeah. and when to cut it back. It's easy peasy. Now I can say that because I grew up in Baltimore, where parallel parking is in our DNA. If you look at any city streets yeah. in Baltimore, parallel parking is the only option. So you learn how to do it, or you're not going to be able to drive yeah. in Baltimore. So I, I wish I could put it on a resume. I'm so good at it. <laughs> You've seen me parallel park before. Maybe you could teach my I'm niece, Ava. She, by the way, my sister just texted me. She corrected me. She, as the mom, has been the primary driving Ooh. instructor. All right. Look at her. One time I was uh, going to a business lunch with um, a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. So the three of us were going to this lunch. And it required, I was driving, mm-hmm. it required parallel parking. I got a little flustered and the man said, don't worry, I'll do it. And I said, thank you so much. And so us two females got out of the car and he parallel parked it and scraped the rims. <laughs> 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 Whoops, sir. Let me man park this for you. Scratch. <laughs> it's probably because we were watching him. Nobody right. wants to be watched while right. parallel parking. Oh, I do. I, 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 I'll announce it. I'll go, all right, here we go. We should I'm film so you. We should film you later. Oh, totally. I'm so you good. can have your moment. I'd be happy to help with your, your niece. Yeah, I, you guys I, I live like five minutes away from each other. our old neighborhood, I taught two of the, no, one of the kids in our neighborhood how to mm-hmm. drive because mom was terrified to get That's on awesome. the road with, with CJ. Yeah, I totally I'll did. Tell, I'll tell Rhoda yeah. and Ava you're willing. And, and tell her I'm a champ. Okay. Okay. I'm a cha- I'm like, I, I need to sell you. Yeah, I'm the okay. world champ. The it's world in my champ DNA. It's in my, in my DNA. You. This is such a cool idea. Lego is about to start selling special Lego bricks with Braille on them Hmm. to help blind kids learn how to read. Instead of eight little knobs on top of each brick, they're laid out differently for each letter and they've been handing them out to charities for a couple years, but now they're going to be available to buy starting next month. And this is so cool. A couple families got an advanced copy um, and entire families are learning Braille, even grandma and they're able to leave each other little Braille notes using the Legos laid out on a board. Hmm. That's so sweet. That Go Lego. I can't believe this hasn't been around for like 100 years. Yeah, it seems like one of those things that should have been done a long time. I'm glad glad they're doing it now. Yeah. Think about this for a minute. Is your son or daughter, you may be a little one in your life, saving up for something? You know, you got mm. the piggy bank going. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And hope I get money for my birthday and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's happening to our producer, Griffin's son, Thatcher, he's saving, he's saving up, up right something? now, so we're going to okay. find out what's going on in a minute. So Griff is in the studio with us now, and Taylor was saying a minute ago that your son is saving up for, uh, for something special. I'm saving up for something special, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm saving up to pay off my credit card bill. <laughs> Woo-hoo. It's you. <laughs> no, seriously, what, what's Thatch saving up for? Yeah, well, recently he saved up for a big Lego dinosaur set. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he saved up enough. We got that. Well, he has started a new saving adventure. For some reason... He got it in his head that he wants a camper, 
like an RV style camper. Like a real deal? <laughs> like a real, not the toy? No, like a real what? camper. <laughs> he sees other people have them. He sees them on the road. He's like, I want one of those. I'm save up for that. Wow. So he, he's, he he's dead serious. Know how, does he priced them? I tried to explain to him. It's like, it's at least probably at least $10,000 probably, bud. Mm-hmm. Whoa. It, I, he has no concept really. You like, yeah. can find a used one that needs a little love, maybe a little cheaper. For than a little that, cheaper, but... maybe. But his only source of income is mom and dad from doing chores. <laughs> right. It's like, Thatcher, I, I don't think you understand how long this is going to take. <laughs> you might be in college. Did he, right. well, did he grab you like and go, dad? I'm only seven years old. I've got plenty of time. I, I literally have nothing but time. He thinks by like next summer he'll be able to get Love one. Enough. I was like, uh, I don't. That's not literally not possible. Have you Thatcher. mentioned it to him? He can't drive it yet. That if he even if he were to buy oh, it, he thinks it, we're going to hook it up to the minivan and go camping. <laughs> yeah. Are you or your wife camping types? No, not at all. <laughs> right. Oh, no. who has that shirt that says indoorsy? <laughs> Well, maybe you could transfer it to like, why don't we try camping first, save up for a tent? There you like, go. you know, some camping spot. But then they have to take him ca- tent camping. That's a huge no, no, no. commitment. No, no, no. Backyard. No, you set it up in the backyard. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they get That's the same. Bad, they get the thrill yeah. of camping and you don't really have to do anything. I think he wants the whole camper RV experience. I... <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. I love his tenacity, though. Yeah, sure. Like, I'm going to do this, Dad. I'm getting me a camper. Give me some more chores. Yeah. We're going to be camper people, Mom and Dad. <laughs> you know, we should talk. What have, what have your kids saved up for? What what have your kids saved up for that's like big like that? Like Griff's Griff's son wants to buy a camper. He might as well be like, I want to buy a space shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> right. Point, right? We're talking about our kids saving up for stuff. My son saved up for something when he was when he was a kid, probably like 10 or 11 years old. He's a grown man now, and he still uses the thing that he saved up for all the way back then. He still uses it every day. Oh, wow. Now, I'll tell you what it is next. We're talking about stuff that our kids save up for. Griff's son saving up for a camper. Um, my son, when he was little, you guys know he's a professional drummer, right? That's what he does. He's a, mu- mm-hmm. a musician. So cool. Uh, he's known since he was a kid. He's one of those very rare people that when he started playing drums when he was like eight or nine years old, this is all I want to do. Yeah. And at that point, you're just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, eight-year-old says I want to be a baseball player. But he's really done it. He went to Berkeley College of Music. He's got his master's degree in jazz studies. He's really done it. But the humble beginnings, we bought him a beginner drum kit. Like, we're like, okay, you want to play the drums? Like, any parent, we're like, okay, we're going to get you the beginner model because this may last a week and we don't want to be out hundreds of dollars. So we got him the little beginner kit and that's what he had for about a year. And we're like, if you want to replace this, you're going to have to pay for the upgraded model. So he's like, well, what can I do? I'm a kid. I'm like 10 or 11 years old. So I gave him the idea. I said, you should be the $5 lawnmower kid. Cause there are other people going around mowing lawns that are going to be like older or bet, you know, like people go like, no, I'm going with the bigger kid. He's going to do a better job, but they'll be tempted by the $5 thing and then do a good job. Cause he cut our grass and knew he could do it. They'll probably give you more. So most people, that's what he did. He put flyers all around him. People were calling him and he had tons of lawns to cut. And most people, most people give him like 10 bucks. Some people give him $20. They didn't. There was. Yeah, that's a lot of sweaty work for five bucks. One guy around the corner, his grass was about a foot and a half high. And he was out there. So my wife actually had to go and help him with it. Uh, Guy gave him five bucks. Oh, but that was the only bad story yeah. from the whole thing. But yeah. that that one sticks. I mean, with that you, builds right? character. So he saved and saved and saved, and he found a jazz drum set that he really, really wanted. I mean, this is like professional grade drum set. Saved and saved and saved and saved. Finally, had enough money, bought it, 
never cut another lawn again. <laughs> but he's still you he's a grown man now, like I said, professional Tory musician. Yeah. He still uses that drum kit every day. Okay, here's when I want to have your son Kyle on the show for sure. Yeah. When you know he's engaged. So when he gets married and he is his wife end up if they ever do buy their first house mm-hmm. and he mows that lawn for the first time, I want to talk to him. <laughs> How you know does what? it feel to be back? I need to reel that back in because when he was home from college for summers, our neighbor John had a landscaping company and he went, uh, he went and worked right. for him. Okay. Yeah, so he did. But but the point of the story is once he hit that goal yeah. of what he was saving for, it wasn't about money. It was about acquiring the, the thing yep. that he needed to be a better musician. And once he did that, done. <laughs> I'm hanging up the lawnmower. Done. <laughs> We're talking about things that our kids are saving up for. And Chris, your daughter is trying to count her pennies. What is she saving up for? An Arabian purebred horse. Whoa. What? what? That's that's a little bigger than just I want a pony. That's like pricey. Don't don't they have mutt horses? <laughs> this is a well-bred, very expensive pony that she wants that uh, she shows all the time. So I guess it's uh, it'll be well used. How, how much? Uh, I'm curious. What do what do they run? Well, this one's only priced at about nine thousand. Oh, only man. Wow. Wow. Wowzers. I love I love that she's got a goal and she's working towards it. Is she does she have a job or is she doing chores for you or what what's how's she getting oh, to the oh, goal? Yeah. She cleans cleans the stalls at the barn. Ah mm, that's there great. you go. There you go. And how old is she again? Twelve. Twelve oh, years old. That is awesome. I love her tenacity. That's awesome. Thanks cool. for calling. Thanks, Chris. We'll talk to you later. Hey, welcome. Bye.